1: Hey guys, and welcome to Playing Out from the Back. It is 2021. The winter break is over. Welcome back to all the listeners. Um, Hope you had a great Christmas and New Year, especially in these testing times. Um, The first one back, and it's uh, me and Mo. How are you getting on, mate?
0: Yeah, I'm all right, you know. Uh, Got rid of that. Finally got out of that uh, 2020 and into 2021. So hopefully with the change of year, uh, we'll get a change of fortunes and put all this stuff behind us. Yeah,
1: let's hope. let hope so. I think uh, we we won't get into too much on the whole politics and COVID thing, but let's just hope we uh, end up with, uh, with with a better. A better year because i i know we've got a few few listeners that i see on on, on the so- social media um you have some strong views so let's not go down that route but uh let's just hope it's a better year for, for all
0: <laughs> i think people have been missing us i've been hearing when's the next one we want to we want some controversy we want to get at you boys where's the next one coming out it is mate. there's so much to talk about <laughs>
1: There has, there has so, been a
0: lot. There has been a lot
1: to talk about. And i tell you what, when we talk about um, people having better years, uh, Frank Lampard. <laughs> now, you know what I'm going to say, because I know we're going to get onto the whole social media thing, but i tell you what, it, it is sometimes a gift that keeps on giving. And that is the, the pictures of Frank getting fatter and fatter. That kill that kill me. <laughs> like he's had a, a good Christmas. I, honestly, I, I, I'm absolutely loving it. Every time there's a loss, the guy puts on ten pounds.
0: So uh, I'm <laughs> been enjoying uh, it. But obviously, he's balding as well. He's balding badly. He, he's got the big patch at the, he's got the big patch at the back. He's losing his hair. I know that's been coming. Oh, yeah,
1: That's so, stress. It's there to see now. Yeah, that stress will get you. I, I I got hit with that when I was a player. That's what I'm blaming <laughs> on anyway. But more than I was a manager. But um man what do you, what do you reckon is the is the writing on the wall is it do you
0: see frank being there come the end of the season sam you know me man i'm the advocate i'm literally the advocate for give give managers time man <laughs> and and you know what yeah i said it at the start of the season yeah and he he had a spell where he he sort of he found a formula that worked for a little bit and the, and they looked good at the back they looked good going forward but I said it from the start of the season, when you when you get in that level of player and that amount of that level of player, it's so difficult to find a formula that works and a formula that, that's successful. Um, and he's going to be finding that for probably a season. And it's not like a... He hasn't had a pre-season, so it's not a normal season. Normally, like you get all them players in, you have a pre-season with them, they at least sort of know what you're looking for. But he's he sort of had to do um all his all his work on the job in real time. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's had no time to coach these these players into the way he wants to play or or anything like that. So it's it's been difficult. And and I think a lot of managers are suffering with that as well, not just him. Um, no good pre-season and just lots of lots of stuff going on in and around the club, um, so I don't. I, I mean, I know what the Chelsea fans will be calling for. They'll be calling for uh, two call. Cool. They'll be they'll be calling for Allegri. This is the way. This is obviously the way they do it. But if you want to actually, when they got Frank Lampard in, they must have thought, right, we want to have him here for three to four years, five years, or whatever. That must have been the idea. So, I don't understand why, after a successful season spending no money, they've spent a bit of money. They've spent, well, they've spent a lot of money now, but then they just go and sack him after three months. They might as well have not got Frank Lampard in. They might as well have just gone the way they normally gone and got Avram Grant in for a year and then got rid of it. You know what I mean? Like the way they normally do. When they got Lampard in, they must have been saying, right, he's an up-and-coming manager. He's a legend of the club. We're going to give him two or three seasons. We're going to give him money in the second transfer window and then we're going to see how he goes. So, I mean, sacking him now would just be... For me, it'll be silly, but I know that, that, that I know half the Chelsea fans. All the ones that call him a legend, like at the back of their mind, they're saying, "Oh, I think he needs to go now." You know, what I mean, he's lost the way. He's lost the. This is the first thing that comes out. Oh, he's lost the dressing room. That's the first one that comes out, and then it's sort of like then it's sort of like the the knives are out. The knives are out trying to get rid of it, him. But it,
1: it, yeah, I, I, listen, I hear you, and I'm. I'm... Hey, now, now I'm a manager myself. I'm, I'm very much for the support of the, the, the gaffer. Do you know what I mean? Give them a bit of time to implement um, what they, what they need to. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. Just because I'm a manager now doesn't mean I can go and manage Arsenal, Chelsea, or anything like that. Right? The budgets are different, and this is one thing I wanted to look at. Is he gonna be? He's got to start a legacy now as a manager. He's a brand new manager in a sense, right? He, he needs to come up with a legacy. What he's good at, like Sam Allardyce. We know when someone's in trouble down the bottom, whose door do they knock on? It's it's Sam Allardyce, and if it's not there, it's normally David Moyes, right, or someone like that. Yeah, that they're gonna that they're gonna go to. Frank Lampard, he did okay at Derby. Don't get me wrong, he he raided Chelsea's youth team, and got some good good bargains there on, on loan, and worked with a, with a small budget, did well. Worked with no budget at Chelsea, did well. Do you know what I mean? He's is he gonna be? That manager that needs to be in a team where the budgets aren't and the expectations maybe aren't that big. Chelsea last year, what were the expectations? Very little. He had no budget. And it was like, let's just see how the kids get on. The kid's done very well. Now he's been given the money and he's brought in some big personalities with that money. It's taking him a while to work out is is the right team because he, well, I don't even think he has worked out the right team even even now. Um, you know he's playing Werner out for me out of position. He looked all right out outside, like of the of the three. He played Giroud. He started getting it right the first time that Ziyich is back. Oh, Giroud goes. Werner's back through the middle. Ziyich is in, and it hasn't worked. So, I I think he's still tinkering, and it, you can't be tinkering in January. No, it can't. It, it cannot
0: be doing that. Yeah, but but Sam, he, he, he it, it's very difficult to say that he can't be tinkering in January when he got when when he went right. So say this is the example, yeah. Chelsea say to him, right, we got Kai Havertz, we got Kai Havertz, we can get him. Do you want him? Yeah. Now Lampard doesn't really need that type of player but he can't say no i don't want kai havertz so he's got kai havertz now he has to try and make this work so he has to now change his team over and over again looking where does where does everyone fit in the best where does and that 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 alone will take up until now right so now say january february whatever then once he's once he's tinkered and he's found his best team then you need to say, "All right, we're going to judge him from from now." So, like pretty much now, if you get what I mean. Mm. So he's had he's had six months with his team. He's had some good results, some bad results. Uh, but you have to give him a, a, a bedding in a bedding in time for this level of player because he can't have these players and not play them. He has to play them because he spent the, mu- the money's been spent on them. So,
1: so here's my thing. Then you say that whose fault is that? Then that. I'm going to ask you this question because I have my opinion on it, right? Because it's not, just yeah. it's not just Chelsea. Whose fault is it when it comes down to recruitment? Because yes, great, oh Kai Havertz is available. Well, of course he you know he's on paper and what you've seen in, in Germany, is a very good player. Yes, no one's going to say no, but really is it the hmm. recruiter's fault for saying that he's available, you should take him? Or is it Frank for saying, yes, I should take him? Because if it doesn't fit his system and you're just taking a player for player's sake, that doesn't fit your system when arguably Chelsea's biggest issue was at the back. Now, I know they got Thiago mm. Silva for uh, for free and he's done actually all right considering he's he's close to being in a wheelchair. That, it, <laughs> you know, it's actually, he, he's done well, but would you have been in a better position to say, hey, that's great and all, but can you go and spend 70 million or find 70 million defender like Kabali or whatever his name was at, at Napoli?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but the yeah, but the, the the problem with the problem with that is is that Chelsea have have employed Frank Lampard as a long term manager, a project manager, but they're spending money in a in a in a in a normal Chelsea way. This is a normal Chelsea way. They just buy the best players that are available on the market that fit in, and then they just change manager and change manager and change manager, and then the new manager comes in and he's just expected to win win stuff. Lampard is a is it was obviously bought in for project, yeah? But you're but you're right when you say he should have said no to these players, yeah? But how do you say, I don't think I need Havertz. I, I don't think I need uh Werner. I don't think I need uh Ziyech. Because the opportunity to get these players might not come along again for Chelsea. Mm. So the, the, the person doing the recruiting at Chelsea is thinking, we can get Kai Havertz. We're getting him. Everyone else wants him. We're getting him. So I think... I think the whole. I think the decision is above Lampard. I don't know. I don't know how much he has to do with it. I think some of these decisions are even above like Lampard's pay grade because Chelsea just always spend like this. This is just how they spend. They just get the best players available and they put them all in a team and then a manager comes along and he's expected to get the best out of them within 12 months. Okay. You know what I mean? Con- yeah. Conte fell out with them. Conte fell out with them over exactly the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. He wanted. Lukaku, he got Morata yeah, because Chelsea obviously thought Morata's available, we want Morata, we've we had we've had uh, Lukaku here, we didn't fancy him before we ain't spending money on him before, so it's more I wouldn't say I, I think when you go into Chelsea, I think, let me answer your question here when you go into Chelsea as a manager you have to be willing to accept you might not get what you want but you will get a decent player yeah, that's, that's the way. Or you will get a quality player, but it might not be the quality player that you want, But this, if you but, get what I'm saying. But this is the
1: thing, is that you as a manager, you know you want to play a certain way, a certain system. You want that certain player. Now, you you in your mind, you've got a player that you want by name. You've got your choice. But really, we know, like you've just said, this is where the club need to work with a manager if they want to have that success. Now, I think they did do that with Mourinho. I think Mourinho, to best of his best of what we can see, got the either the, the exact player
0: he wanted, or if not, the style of player he wanted. And if you look at the, okay, if look- but but just quickly before you go yeah. on to your next point, what what other managers got that privilege with Chelsea? What other managers can you say? Oh no, sorry, sorry, got one player. Sorry, got Jorginho, but apart from that. You know what I mean? It's only been Jose that's really he's gone out and said, I want this player, and yeah, that yeah. player. and got it. You and, know and what I mean? What? There ain't been many more. And guess what?
1: You know what? Here's here's my thing I'm gonna I'm gonna put out to you, right? Because I saw these 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 stats, right? Since Abramovich took over. The best points per game for the for the manager, hmm. Avram Grant.
0: I know I saw that. I saw 2. that image.
1: 2. 4 Points per game. Now he weren't there that long. Bearing in mind September '07 uh, to May, so he got a, he got a season out. He got a season out of him. Really, when you look when you look at that. But he he held the best. Mourinho, in fairness to him, two point one two. Now he he's obviously done two. He's done two stints, but he done a three year and a two year stint. So that's that's good going when you're looking at sort of five years of being at the club to have to have that record showing you the best now. Anyway, and what we just said, you gave a bit of power to the manager in terms of and went out and got what he asked for. That you've done well. The next person that that probably could have gone and done a lot, a lot better if you'd backed him the right way was Conte. But we're looking, but we're talking about right now. Frank Lampard is sitting there in line with Andre Villas Boas with 1.75 points per game.
0: That is not good enough. (laughs) Yeah, but, 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 when Frank Lampard took over this Chelsea team, they weren't a team that was challenging for the title. When all those, when a large quantity of the rest of their managers took over, Chelsea were a team challenging for the title like one of two teams challenging so when you think about frank lampard he took over chelsea when they hadn't signed anyone for a while and he couldn't sign anyone he managed to ground that grind out somehow a decent season with them it's now moved into this season and he's been given money to to compete for the title but i I think that that points per game is a little bit it's a little bit unfair on on frank lampard and it's, it's 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 quite smart as well, but but what's actually going on is when Villas, when Andre Villas-Boas took over, they had a title-winning team. The other ones down the bottom with him, Roberto Di Matteo, uh, Claudio Ranieri, and and Frank Lampard, all of them when they when they inherited the team, they were not title-challenging teams. So I think that's had a little bit of an effect on the points per game. So here's, here's my here's my thing to you <clears throat> as an Arsenal
1: fan. Mm. If a manager spent 250 million <laughs> <laughs> and you were getting a result, mm. would, you, would you be like, ah, oh, it's okay? Give him time. No. no,
0: no. Him. Right. You know what? Yeah. You know what I would say? I would say to that. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, yeah, you want to, you want, like, of course, yeah. of course, of course you want to see results, yeah, and if, if the players brought in, if they're all Frank Lampard's players that he actually wanted, yeah, yeah, then he needs to be doing better he needs to be doing a little bit better okay i just i don't think that they're the players that he wanted but also you have to take into consideration that what we're current what we're currently going through as a society you know what I mean? The COVID thing, he hasn't had a, a pre-season, etc, etc So you have to whoa, take whoa, them little whoa, things into, whoa, whoa, whoa. into It's not
1: just Chelsea into... in the league though Mo, there's 19
0: other teams going through no, exactly the same course. process Yeah, yeah, but the 19 other teams in the league haven't had six or seven brand new players that need to play in the first team. Do you get what I'm saying? So Liverpool, it's, it's okay for Liverpool, he's brought in one or two more generally got a basis of their team. Man United brought in one or two more, generally got a basis of their previous team. Man City brought in You know what I mean? But the the, the problem is, is so many things have gone on for Frank at once. So many players come in, such a tough tough time socially, and the lack of uh, time to train players. I don't want to go into Arteta, but I'm going to actually, because I think that he's (laughs) suffering, he's suffering, He's suffering from a similar thing. He's suffering from a similar thing. And they just need, if they can, a week is a long time in football, as we've seen. Because uh, 10 days ago, right? Yeah. It was Arteta out for many people. And Lampard was doing a sterling job. We were saying, oh, you know, Lampard, he's found it. He's finally started to find his feet. Then, boom, he loses to Arsenal. No one expected that. Yeah, Arsenal go on and win their next two. Chelsea go to and lose their next two or draw one and or whatever they did. And all of a sudden, it's Frank out. But now Arteta he's got it right. He's somehow won the dressing room round. It, it, literally in a week, a t- week or ten days in football, everything changes. We can't judge these guys, these managers. Yeah, give them time. When Chelsea appointed Lampard, they knew it was going to be a project manager. When Arsenal. Um, appointed Arteta, they said, we're going to go for a project manager. When Man United appointed Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, they said, we're going for a project manager. If you back him, if you back him and continue to back him and continue to back him, eventually, you will see the fruits of your labour. That's just, that's the formula. That's what Liverpool done. That's what Man City did or have done over the years. And and that's what successful teams have done over the years. So, in short, Give him time and see how he gets on for this season. At for least for me, for me, for me, okay. for me. What What do you think? What do you think? You surely can't think he's got to go. I mean, I'm quite enjoying watching Chelsea play like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining. No,
1: uh, listen. I'm. I'm. I, I, I'm. I'd say back. Back your manager. Let's Let's be honest. They're not sitting where we're sitting as an Arsenal team right now. They're still up there. They're still up there. Everyone goes for a bit of a blip, you know. We're looking at we're looking at Liverpool that have done the done the same. There's a would say a bit of a blip um, from them, and we've watched um, we've watched how many times? Well, countless times. And I'm going to say this: Oli at the wheel. You know, we've had we've had these conversations about Solskjaer and we've had the same fans saying this guy's a car crash. They're now they can potentially go clear at the at the top. So, you know, it. I'm all, I'm all for giving. Given them time. I think you've got to evaluate at the end of the season, but generally here's my what here's what I would say and I hope this doesn't come back to backfire. Frank Lampard is not the Chelsea manager that is going to take them to the height to the top of the Premier League and Champions League, in my opinion. I think... What, do you, ever
0: or short term? Short
1: term right now. Okay. It, okay. I okay. think this will be a great experience for Frank. I think that it might not be immediately that he gets... And listen, Roman Abramovich, if he likes you, you can come back for a second term. A couple of people mm-hmm. have done that now. So mm. good experience, but maybe he needs to go somewhere where he can actually grasp somewhere that he can bring in his own players to put mm. together his own style, decent resources, so you you know how to handle that money. I just don't mm-hmm. think... But unless Abramovich changes his ways and, says, or, and allows him to come up with a recruitment team, I think Frank yeah. needs to identify the players he wants. And is it a club mm. that gives him those players? Because if he comes out and he chose to get Kai Havertz because he identified him or like other players, no, I'm sorry, that's poor, that's poor uh, recruitment. You know, mm. um, we're bringing in uh, Timo Werner to play through the middle when you've got Giroud and Abraham. No, mm. sell one of them then. You know, I mean, that's that's what to me just suggests is not planning. But look, keep hold of him. See how you get on towards the end of the season. Um, I do have a bet that they finish in the top four, so I hope he does at least do that. Because you know, remind you that I had remember I had um, Bruno Fernandez ten goals, um, fifteen goals, Dominic Calvert Lewin, and leads to be the highest of the newly promoted teams, and West Brom get uh, relegated. So that's all on at the moment, that's all right? all
0: on. So, how, much, on to... how many more does how many more does Dominic Calvert Lewin need? Four, four. And mm. Bruno
1: Fernandez is on eleven, so that bit's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He no problem. <laughs> love that, no love that, love that well. penalty. Love, love the penalties there. But um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, let's, let's not make it a Frank Lampard pod because I'm sure this will certainly um, will, will, will come up again. But as we were talking about. Um, transfers and transfer dealings and listen the transfer window is is open um, is there any sort of teams uh, sort of standing out to you that obviously need investment and if they do the sort of players that they they need is anything sort of standing out
0: to you right now um, okay for me I've got here just written down a couple so I've obviously got Arsenal we need a creative midfield player I'm I'm really really impressed with um, with Mill smith row. Um, um but I, I think that he needs game time, but he also needs to be protected like all young players. At the moment, we're we're rinsing Saka and we're rinsing a Smith Row. And I think that they need someone with experience in that creative role to split the to split the job with him or at least get us to the end of the season. So maybe a, a loan of an attacking midfielder yeah. might suit us. Um, I, I know there's some names banded around um, Ben Dia Isco, Isco on loan, or that Brendia from Norwich uh, signing. But I think the Blindia one will be too difficult to do. I've been looking at it, and I'm thinking the more, and more I look at it, the more and more difficult it looks. I mean, he's probably worth 100 million to them because they're top of the championship, and if they go up, they. Um, they obviously get when well, they get hundred million so why would they why would they sell him now when they could hold on to him for six months still get 50 40 50 million for him and still get the, the promotion to the Premier League so I can't see him coming um, the Isco one as well um, is something that could be looked at but I think it will be a lot of money so I'm not sure mm-hmm. um, with that one um, I'm gonna go from 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 there down to the bottom to Sheffield United and I say I'm gonna say listen I've been banging this drum. Pod number one or two, yeah? Maybe three, <laughs> yeah? Sheffield United have to go out. They have to go out and buy a player that has scored Premier League goals. Or yeah. they will be... Well, they're very much going to get relegated now. But if they want to even stand a chance, yeah? I know they spent a lot of money on uh, Brewster. But they need to go and buy a player. Anyone. Daniel Sturridge. Um Giro, I don't know who they go for, but someone that scored Premier League goals before that can get them five or ten goals before the end of the season, or they are finito. Yeah, that's but right. I think they're I think they're finito already. Yeah, but um, at least go I, out with a bit of. But at least go <laughs> out with Sorry, something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they, it was it was. I don't know what they were attempting because I think you could have looked at their their strikers and you could have you could have told from the start that they didn't have enough Premier League goals in there um and they they still tried to go without it and it's it's obviously backfired horribly. It's, so, that second,
1: um, it's that second season syndrome I've seen it go the other way though Mo, where some people are like yeah okay let's go for it they spend a lot of money it doesn't work and everyone's like oh why don't you stick to your old ways but yeah. listen goals are goals man you need to you need to score goals and and listen no disrespect to McGordrick at all but <laughs> dude I've seen this guy play in the championship and I'm like this guy <laughs> nicking a living at times yeah <laughs> but he has scored a few Premier League goals so I can't I, listen if, if you know Ultimately, if he was sat in a room with me, I'd be like, "Look, well played," because I can
0: score a goal in the Premier League. But <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, of course, it's all relevant.
1: I'm right. like, dude, "Dude, you're not a Premier League player." Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, if I see him in the Premier League, then give Akin Akinfenwa a, a go. Do you know what I mean? That's that's what you're that's what you're um, equating to. And Ryan Brewster is not a proven um, striker. It's like for me, that's another thing. I'm going to come back to the to Sheffield. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here with with Rian Brewster. The guy's not going to get enough chances anyway. You, mm. Is that a bad loan? For me, that's a bad loan move. Put him it's in not a game. loan
0: move. They bought him. Oh, they bought? Wow. <laughs> twenty five million, twenty six oh, million. Oh
1: my <laughs> god! They really? bought him. Yep. He oh, career, sui- career suicide. Sorry, Rianne, but that is
0: wow. Yeah, they bought him. They bought him. Not a loan move. <laughs> oh no, well, enjoy
1: enjoy <laughs> the championship, Rianne, and hopefully you, uh, you you find your level because you know again, this is the difference. Uh, Brighton, Danny Welbeck.
0: That's what I mean. The odd goal.
1: God, and important goals. He's pop- Danny That's Welbeck, what I mean wait, Listen, Welbs has been doing this for as long as I've seen him play. Uh, and I used to see him play um, in the younger younger teams, obviously at United. The guy used to just pop up with important goals. I don't know what it is. He did it for Arsenal. He popped up. He didn't just pop up with a goal. It was like an important goal. It was yeah. equalised to get you back in or that last minute one. He did that. Brighton, good investment sheffield united yeah they they need a couple of things for me i think it's not just the, the striker that they need i think there's a bit that extra bit of creativity through the middle as well i think they're miss. i think they're missing that um arsenal i agree i think i had this conversation uh, again on, on on twitter i think uh, smith, uh, smith Rowe, yes being very impressed um we need and i'm saying this uh just because of his, how well he's doing we do need a Grealish. um not just because of how well he's playing, but the, the fact that he can play um, on the, the left side through the as well. middle. Exactly.
0: Exactly. You're, you're, ba- you're bang on there. That's the, the exact... We need a player that plays off the sides and can play through the middle. That is the exact player we need um, as the final jigsaw. Perfect sort of player. But uh, how easy is it to get? Do you, do you know the other
1: thing with that, right, is that when you play that sort of player, um, it allows Aubameyang to do... Two things: to stay out wide and you keep the guy central. But if he does end up drifting to the left, you've got some. Abayian can then find himself in the middle. It confuses teams a little bit, yeah. But it, it, it can work. It's just from a looking at it from a sort of tactical standpoint. Yeah, it would be quite good to have uh, that sort of player in there that that can play that can play both. Um, and I'm going to say, I'm sorry, but Liverpool, boy, why is your cash? You know why's the chequebook not not out
0: already? <laughs> um, your defence is horrendous. The, the fans are fuming about that as yeah, well. They're yeah, are not happy at all about that.
1: Yeah, it's 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 not it's not great. Um, what, 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 from what I've been seeing, and you know, I've, I speak to a couple of other Liverpool fans, um, and that, that a couple of them have a, their own pod as well, which I listen to. And my god, yeah, they're screaming <laughs> at that, that yeah. back line. Uh, Nico Williams, again, not a Premier League player, Trent, the hype has, has got to him, you know, lay off the FIFA guy. You, you, listen, you gave away the ball 38 times, you don't Ooh. do that in a team when you're, when you're the champions, Ooh. um. I know he's your boy. I know you love him. I, I don't.
0: I can't I, I can't. I can't. Listen, listen to me, yeah. <laughs> I can't have the Trent bashing, right? Because the bottom line is, Trent gave away the ball thirty-eight times, yeah, yesterday. But the bottom line is, is Trent's delivering ten to twelve assists per season from right back. So I don't really want to hear about the giving away the ball. Okay, okay, okay. okay, you, okay you, but listen, What, what you oh, a
1: you are a mo, you were a defender, right? Okay. Are you? If I'm picking a centre back. I want a centre back that's defending before, before you're going up to score a header from a corner. (laughs) Let's be honest; it's a great stat to have. It's a great stat to have. But listen, the reason the Liverpool for me were that were uh, that uh, good and allowed Salah and Mane to do what they were doing is because no one was getting like infiltrating that back line. You know, uh, Robertson, Trent, they were allowed to get. Uh, Get back, but they knew. Listen, if it was
0: three on one and it was just Virgil, no one (laughs) would put in money on them. Them scoring still. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it's true. I I, I said, I said, um, to be able to play that way that the the top teams want to play, your two centre backs have to be able to defend one on one. Joe Gomez and Van Dijk are are two of the best one on one centre backs, and obviously now they're not there. It's making Trent look. Even worse, you know, Salah's not really in great form. Mane's not in great. Firmino's been struggling. Jota come in, like, little breath of fresh air. Um, but he got injured. But, I, I mean, listen, I was saying, yeah, I've been saying this. The, the, the consistency of the last two seasons can't go on. So, this is to be expected. Uh, this season is so up and down, you can't predict any who's going to do what. And I, I... And I just think I think anyone can win the league this year, and I think Liverpool have a good chance. But I think it won't take much to to get above Liverpool at the same time. If you get what I mean, there's is yeah. just so much going on in this league. Like one minute I'm saying this team's in it, next minute they're out of it, like it's totally it. out of it. It's just it's it's been so, brilliant. It's 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 been a, it's been a good it's been a good season. But I think Liverpool, if they want to hold on to the league title they're going to need to buy a centre half especially especially sorry if um one of the other top teams strengthen if man city were to go out and get a centre forward I, like, I don't know if this is going to happen or if man u were going to go out and get a player or or um or spurs or 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 someone like that leicester i don't know but one one good quality january transfer window signing could win you this league if you think about bruno fernandes coming in at man united last year if that had been this year,
1: yeah, yeah wow. they win the league, it. Well, That's I think, the... I think City, I think City, I was, that was my last point. i tell you what, <laughs> if they put, if they put a centre forward, if Mate. they, if they put a centre forward <laughs> there right now, my God, because i tell right. you what, I'm watching that, oh, I'm watching Phil Foden every time I watch this guy, I just, I'm just like, I'm really impressed with him anyway in general, but the more I watch mm. him, I'm like, you're keeping, Oh, listen, KDB is a joke. Like the the guy is a great player, right? And he'll never change that. But when you're taking a little bit of the shine off him in that midfield, that to me is just good testament to a guy that's. I think he's twenty years old. <laughs> mental, it, it, mental, it, 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 excellent footballer. Ex, oh, he's just yeah, Everything about him is is a, is a great like as a footballer is is, is amazing. Like I'm saying, like um, back to front as well. You know, he's not just what any what he does off the ball. If anyone that's a proper football geek. Please watch Phil Foden off the ball. That, Honestly, his movement, what he does for others, is is, is obviously um, is pretty impressive. And again, uh, good good times for the the, the England fan as well. Because I tell you what, I'd love to see uh, Phil Foden and, and, and Jack Grealish together. You know, even with like a Madison as well, just a bit of a clip with them, I think that would uh would, would go down well. But uh, and, Saka, and Saka and Saka and oh, it oh. yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's a good I mean, there's a good bit about them in every because I saw Saka and <laughs> on, on like, But yeah, I, you know, Saka's. Uh, you know what my again protect? What you said actually about protecting him? Need to protect Saka. I saw yeah. a few naughty tackles go in there. Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, okay, let's just slow him down a little bit. I'm like, whoa, okay, come on, this is yeah. what we need to stop doing in England. But, um it would be good to protect him a little bit because he is he is um, showing showing us what you can do at such a young age as well. Do you so, know? Do you know?
0: What I would say just quickly, yeah. On, on Man City before we before we move on. I know we're going to move on now, but what I would say on Man City is this season they've conceded thirteen goals, yeah. So they've shored up at the back because normally they leak goals, yeah. But their goals for is twenty four, twenty four, the highest in the league. Liverpool thirty seven. Now. Something tells me, yeah, and this is my, you know, people can take this however they want. But if if Sergio Aguero was fit this season, Man City would have been running away with this, yeah. yeah, yeah. They'd be run, they'd be yeah. running because they've 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 shored up. Um, I think they've shored up and they've played this new four two three one as a um, as a a catalyst to get them to win the Champions League. I just don't think they'll win the Champions League playing the the way that they played. Just this all or nothing sort of um, end-to-end sort of uh, way they were playing before, which is great. They score lots of goals. But when you come up against the, the big, big teams with the fine margins, they just fall a bit short. So I think they went a little bit more defensive. But obviously, this season's coincided with Aguero not playing. Aguero adds another 10 goals there. You yeah, know what I mean 100%. and then and then another ten goals turns a couple of them draws, and maybe one of them losses into to wins, you know what i mean and and then you're looking at it and you're thinking city are could well be you know what i mean well well, well clear, but um, let's see anyway, let's see how the season pans out um for everyone, but um I think a big January transfer window could lead to a, a big title push for a team
1: indeed, yeah, no indeed, and I think um. Yes. The other thing, I, I, well, everyone loves a bit of a chance of transfer, the gossip as well. And um, actually coming on to what might happen at the end of the season um, is is the out-of-contract players. Players that are having their contracts uh, not renewed or haven't had the, the, the chat yet. Um, I've always seen these over the years, and people try and put like a an 11 together, right, of, of uh, players that are out of contract. Let me tell you, this year... Is probably one of the best crop I've ever seen. <laughs> um, obviously, we know that some people will um, will obviously re- renew. One of the one of the obvious is probably Lionel Messi. Um, I think he'll, he'll he'll be at Barca to, to the end. But at, right now, these players are open to talk to uh, to teams now. From Jan, um, I'm going to give you this list. Obviously, I just mentioned Messi, Aguero, Özil, Alaba, Memphis Depay, Wan uh, Milik from Napoli, uh, Di Maria, Draxler, Sergio Ramos, Giroud. I don't even want to say this name. Jesse Lingard, Johnny Evans, Mkhitaryan, uh Jerome Boateng. Uh, who else? We got Eric Garcia, who's also at City at the at the back as well. Um, and I can never say his name. name Donnarumma. I think yeah, yeah, Rama. yeah keeper at, yeah. at uh, AC Milan now. Hmm. I know you're not going to remember all those names, but there must have been a couple that stood out to you. And and, uh, where where do you think they'll end up, Mo?
0: Mm. So, first thing I'll say about this is the quality of Out of Contract 2021 players is due to COVID. Because a lot of these players, had this this not been around, would have renewed by now. Um, But I think a lot of clubs are... Tightening their purse strings and leaving things a little bit later, knowing that other clubs are also in a in a difficult situation and won't be able to just snap these players up on big contracts anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've you know I've been I've been I've been actually monitoring a couple of these players and I've been reading Alaba. Alaba to Real Madrid. I thought he could be Man City bound with the, you know, the Pep connection. That would be the final um, from final from left back. I think they would need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought he definitely would be be, um, be Premier League bound. But mm. these players, a lot of them, Real Madrid's the, the destination they want to play at. And I think he's actually said that um, on there. But um, then you've got you've got players like Depay, been in in form for the last couple of seasons. Nearly went to Barcelona. That's that's a massive player there. That's going to probably leave, leave for free, and I'd imagine go Barcelona as well. Um, yeah. Um, and then who else have we got on this list? I just hope that Miquel no, Mikita can stay at Roma. Yeah, he can stay. There. I hope uh, Draxler, uh, we can finally put put to bed this link to Arsenal. And I, I really hope he doesn't come because I, oh, I, I know he's a decent player, but we don't need him. No. Um, but, I mean, the quality on that list, I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, PSG, they spend money still and they could have, you know, there's a couple of them that they'd they'd take. Lionel Messi, Ramos, uh, Donnarama, um could easily end up at PSG. Just bought, just got him uh, potuccino Pot- Pot- So yeah. you yeah. know, there, there's a lot, mate. There's a lot of big names on there. A lot of big names on there. Um, so s- some teams are going to be, you know, getting some decent free traps with you. And you know, also as well, Juventus. They always do the business in the free transfer market. You I know was going to
1: bring them up. I was going to bring them up because I'm telling you, they they lick their lips at that, and they That's seem to I'm attract saying. it. They attract well, and. Um, I think they would get yeah a couple of the top ones. I think someone like Jerome Boateng in the Syria uh, would, would would do all right. I think the pace will then will suit him at that at that point. I'm surprised Johnny Evans has not had his contract renewed. And people might laugh at this. I would take Johnny Evans. He's um, at Arsenal
0: for me personally. I, th- I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, he just signed. You know, I think he he? Might have, okay, yeah, two and a half. Uh, two and a half year extension. Oh, just there you go. literally just signed. So that, really? that yeah, yeah literally there you just go. Signed. I, I
1: saw that pop say, up. Yeah. I was I was actually surprised. I was actually surprised by by that one. Uh, yeah, for for me, the other one is is Wijnaldum as well. Because I think Wijnaldum kind of helps Liverpool tick in, mm. in in some ways. Um, and I think that maybe yeah it might be COVID has, has, has slowed it down. But um, yeah, there there's some some good players. And I tell you again, Olivier Giroud. Can still play at this level, and I think Chelsea have just been. I wonder now if the writing's on the wall for him that they're just going to go with Timo Werner and um, and Tammy. Now, some again, I think someone would um, should take the punt on uh, Giroud. Maybe Villa because I think it's the the Villa the Villa Villa's like the, the team he scored the most against. So maybe they should do that. They might save themselves some uh, hmm. some goals conceded. But again, I'd like to still see him uh, in the Premier League. Um but I, I think that is the
0: that is the uh Juventus signing. i very good. But he's you know Giroud, he's he's one the suffering from um from the Chelsea signings because yeah. he's been in good form. He should yeah. be playing. But he can't play you can't play Giroud and have Werner and Kai Havertz on the bench. bench. Yeah, exactly. This is yeah. this is the big issue with it. Like, do you get what I'm saying? So Giroud by rights. Should be playing because he's he's their most informed striker, but every time he he every time he does a he plays a couple of games, I imagine that the you know the hierarchy at Chelsea are like yeah what's going on with Werner? What's going on with Havertz? Like you know what I mean when like almost like that old non-league chairman trying to pick the team you know what I mean yeah you yeah, know what yeah. I mean like it Don't mention any,
1: it I'm not going to mention any names about that
0: one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. like, I, imagine, I imagine that's how it is but Giroud what he could do he could go and set himself up uh, lovely he could go somewhere like Southampton he could go Everton he could go somewhere like yeah Villa like you said West Ham and he could go and play every week and get a 100%, to be honest, yeah. you know what I mean, but I know what Chelsea will do. They'll promise him that he'll play. Um, they'll probably start him until the end of the window, and then they'll just start playing Werner again after they're getting good form. You
1: know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, no, and that's it. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not ideal from there, but
0: it's some yeah some interesting ones there.
1: And as we said, they can speak now in January, so um, you know I'm hoping that we'll, we'll be able to revisit this topic and, and see where people go. But it's some, yeah some interesting players. I did see Özil was in Turkey. Um, right now, not that I'm stalking him, but hopefully that is a, that'd be nice for him to, to potentially move there ASAP. So he's off our bill. Um, <laughs> so we can, again, I just want it, nothing against those. I don't, i was one of the people who actually wouldn't have minded him playing to be honest, whilst we didn't have anyone um, at that point. But right now, if he's costing us money to get him off the books, if you don't want him, get him off the books, it's as simple as, as simple as that. So the sooner we can mm. do that, if you don't want him, then the better. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah and then i mean mate just to wrap this up we, we, within the show i know we've had some and this is this is normally your go to this is you
0: now in your element predictions now oh, you come up
1: with some crazy ones at the start
0: and throughout <laughs> these throughout these pods sorry hold on is manchester united finishing second still crazy or is that one not crazy anymore
1: I mean it still be crazy.
0: We'll, we'll still keep it crazy. <laughs> Who
1: knows? Who knows? It's good to see that yeah, so I Sol- Sol- finally got a driving license <laughs> now, But um no, we you never know. I think is it maybe a Leeds one? Maybe it's your Leeds one that was a little bit crazy. Who <laughs> no, knows? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um where, where do you where, you know I'm not saying revisit what you what you have predicted, but for the rest of the season, um, what are your predictions? What do you see happening um uh, <laughs> within the next few
0: months? Yeah, I mean, what 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 we will see is I, I think we will see maybe a two or three team um, sort of moving away at the top. I think there will be a pack moving away, not as far, but there will be a little a little bit of a you know cream rising to the top sort of thing um, scenario from now after this Christmas period. I think um, I see Man United staying up there. Um, I see Man City coming back, and I probably imagine Liverpool will be in and around um the title conversation but um other than that you know I, th- I think this season in terms of sort of relegation I don't think it matters how bad your Newcastles your Palace your Burnley Plate like I don't know if there's going to be three worse teams than Sheffield United West Brom and even a resurgent even a resurgent Fulham I, I genuinely think that them teams are so bad that relega- they're sort of nailed on for relegation. I can't see it changing much um, down there. Brighton are having a little look and seeing if they could flirt this year. But I think they've got enough quality to eventually, when they get their players on the pitch, move away again. Um, and then other than that, I see Arsenal getting up closer to the top top six, maybe? Four? Mm. Yeah. Um, what, well, six, four? Wait, hold up. What? Uh but... <laughs> I think we I don't think. I don't think we're going to finish in. Ugh, this is. This is what I mean. Uh, I, I. I don't know. I really just don't know. Things change so quickly in this league. I just. I really don't know. Like I'm looking at it now, where what six points off, six points off fourth place. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. I know there's games in hand and stuff like that, but these games in hand are going to have to be played over a short period of time. There's going to be lots of games for teams to play. Do you know what I mean? It's funny because I think when uh,
1: you listen to the Mourinho's, they used to say, "Don't basically, don't lose to the teams around you that you're competing mm. with um, and beat everyone else. But that seems to be everyone now. Yeah, <laughs> it's so tight. Yeah, you, you just can't afford to do that. And that's, I think, um, where it's, it's become a bit tougher because there was always such a big divide between someone that was sitting in the top six, shall we say, to someone that was in the bottom six. But now, you know, I don't think there's anyone other than West Brom no disrespect, that will go to teams thinking that we can't beat them, like generally in the back of their mind. Whereas, you know, you can be, Sheffield United will still go to each game knowing that they can potentially cause an upset. Yeah, they've done they it before. Could, yeah. And I think that's, that's the, that is the crazy thing at the moment. But, um, I, I I'm going to say this. I think Man City are going to go and win the league. I really do. Uh, regardless of whether they, um, Get a striker, and if they get a striker, and I think it will be more comfortable. Um, I think this is going to come down to how good your your, your um, defenses this year. Um, and I think watching Liverpool doing what they're doing at the moment it's just it, it's just not going to be enough to to win you you the win you the league, win league title again. I think City will be able to to be able to do that, and I think they've 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 got it right, and they've now with the blend of having like someone like Phil Foden in in there as well to take a little bit that load off uh KDB sometimes even Sterling um I think they will go on um and 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 do do the business my my concern at the moment is Chelsea in that top 4 um I think that I think United will will be in there um so United City and Liverpool and honestly uh, that that concern is is Chelsea um, in there and I actually think that um Topman will go in to that top four. I hate saying it, but I actually think that'll be the the top four and I think we will we could actually finish above Chelsea if they if they go on the trajectory that they're, they're going. Yeah um, I think it'll be yeah, us and Chelsea fifth and fifth and sixth at, at, at this point. Um, Sheffield United um West Brom to go down um
0: relegation is the, the third one I'm not sure um, Fulham. Fulham have found a bit of form. I think I've been watching them. They've got, they've, they've shored up. I don't think they've found form, but they've shored up. They're just not, a little bit. Yeah, they don't look like they, they don't look like they're gonna lose five nil every time. Do you know what I mean? Or three nil? Do you know what I mean? They've, they've just, they've, they know their place now. They're in the Premier League. They can't pop it round anyone. They're just sh- tight at the back and they play on the counter attack now, in it. Yeah. So. um so yeah, I could I could I could see what you mean there. It's tight Fulham.
1: there. I mean, Burn, Burnley will be Burnley. They'll they'll do okay. You know who the problem? I tell you what it is. Brighton do have to look over their shoulders because they've got they played two extra games over Fulham and it's only three yeah. points. So yeah, it will just be down to who can who who you know who beats each other. Um, to to be honest, but I, I um, yeah, I, I think actually Brighton might go down. That's my uh, my brave prediction there. I actually think Fulham um escape it. Um, so yeah that that's my prediction
0: for the remainder of the year yeah I think I said I think at the start of the season I said Fulham West Brom Brighton but Sheffield United have just been shocking yeah yeah it's so, been poor. so I don't know and then you've got to remember West Brom as well got Big Sam now and I know that I know that people are saying oh he ain't got nothing out of them conceded five twice but eventually he will get them staying in games and picking up points, like little point here, three there, one here, one there. You know what I mean? At places, he shouldn't be picking up points in. I used to remember looking at Sam Allardyce's run of fixtures and thinking, I actually remember vaguely looking at his uh, run of fixtures when he was Sunderland manager and thinking, boy, if he gets a point out of these next six games, I'll be astounded. And he come away with something like 11, 12 points. You know what I mean? And that's, that's what he's capable of. And it's just that little run of getting, like, Arsenal just got three wins on the bounce. And then all of a sudden, you've got that, like you say, that 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 feeling you can go somewhere and get a result. You know what I mean? You might lose two, but you say, right, let's find that, that form where we won them three on the bounce. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And um, so you never know with West Brom. But, yeah, it's tight down the bottom as it is at the top.
1: It is, it is, but yeah, you know, I'm glad to have that excitement back. It's it's been a it's been a great episode to open up with, with uh, for 2021. Uh, I'm interested to see what uh, other people's views are, obviously on on Frank Lampard. Um, maybe any sort of players that they think should invest in in their team. You know, let us let us know your your thoughts, what your uh, what your predictions are as well. Um, but yeah. I... Obviously we can't cover every single team each week but we'd definitely like to pitch in on on social media where we where we can uh whether it's twitter or instagram um and and uh mo let's let's get onto social media a little bit um for, for you on mm. just to end this point because i mm. we I've obviously seen um not just you obviously a few feelings that have gone round we've seen players dis uh deactivating their their social media we've seen a few points from uh, presenters on amazon prime but so of won't give you the floor really and sort of um give your view on on sort of the football social
0: media world. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's disappointing to see like a, you know, a young first there was two there was two incidents, obviously, most recent ones that have caught by the first one was Runison. Young goalie playing for Arsenal, um, the highest level he's ever played, um, against Man City, makes a mistake, and then Well, it's got to be Arsenal fans, isn't it? It's not no other fans. Absolutely hammer their own player. Now, listen, yeah, I understand that you'll be disappointed with players and some of the things they do and some of the things they say and how they act, and you might think you might actually think they're crap. You might think, oh, he's not a good player. But I don't understand why people have to get personal. Like that just doesn't—it doesn't make any sense to me. Why do you have to get personal? okay you don't like the way that guy plays in goal okay you speak to your mates about it it's when they get on social media and start getting personal then they start getting aggressive then it goes from um now it's gone from their performance to where they come from their color or whether they're man or woman that's it's just it all gets out of control yeah i just think it's it's just a bit it's just a bit tasteless it's a bit tasteless and and when you think it's your own like on the Runison one, it's your own club's fans yeah. that have done this. Yeah, it actually doesn't make any Sickening, sense. Yeah, it's it's it just doesn't make any sense. The second the second one is the Karen Carly one, and I actually went on Twitter because occasionally I like to say a few things, not much, but I like to say a few things. And I read on, I, I I saw an article um, about the Leeds Twitter page. You know, they put her on, they put her on. On blast, really, um, put her up there for the Wolves. And I listened to what she said, and I love Leeds. You know, I love Leeds, right? I've been following Leeds for since Bielsa got there because I was intrigued, like, why all these managers love Bielsa? What does he do? Whatever. I've been following them, watched a few of their games in the Championship, watched all of their games pretty much that I can watch in the Premier League. She made a point about, um, about uh, the Leeds players burning out at the end of the season, where they never got pre- uh, promoted to the Premier League, and she said that she felt like they got promoted due to coronavirus. She didn't mean it like that. What she meant was she thinks that the break that coronavirus gave gave um, the Leeds players gave them that little boost, which little propelled yeah. them. Yeah, which propelled them to the to the uh, title in the, in the Championship now. You and I watch football all the time. We can see that that high-energy Leeds play, yeah? We have never, ever, there's been no team that we've ever seen play like that, especially in the Premier League. No team. There's not been a high-energy end-to-end team for 90 minutes of every game like we've seen Leeds do. You can clearly see why this would be an argument. But obviously, the Leeds fans took it as the ultimate insult. Okay, this is Karen Carney's opinion. Why does it then have to get personal? This is what I don't understand. Then it's all the, what does this woman know about football? This, that, that. She's this, she's that. She don't know nothing about Leeds. Where does she get, where she don't know anything about football? And I think to myself, why did the abuse have to get that deep over her opinion that she had to leave social media? It's unfair. Mm. People shouldn't be allowed to just say these things behind the covering of, leeds fan one two three sorry to sorry to leeds fans not just leeds fans but like these are the sort of accounts that are abusing people people have to be held accountable for the things that they say do you understand yeah you can't just say these things and nothing can be done about it this is why things like racism cannot be stamped out because people on things like social media are not being held accountable do You get what I mean. So people just think yeah. they can say whatever they want, Sam. It's yeah, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not right.
0: It's unfair. Right. We we spend we spend our time doing these these podcasts um, to you know to give people our views. It's unfair for people to uh, we we will take it like the best. You're talking nonsense about Lewandowski, and uh, <laughs> um, you know you're talking nonsense about Aaron saying Arsenal going to finish top. You're talking. You can take that, but it's when yeah. it goes beyond that.
1: Yeah, that's the 100%. problem.
0: Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, what do you think? What do you think about? It? I don't know if you you're on top of them stories, but what do you think about that sort of thing?
1: I think, uh, yeah, it it needs to calm down. I've got to say, I've got to say, Arsenal fan base is one of the worst for it. I've got to say, it's something that I've not really enjoyed, and I think, uh, mate, do you know what? I think I've got to see it from. I've got to see it from the side of the fact that I've been in the in a football game for a while. Like, from not not non-league, I've been around people that have obviously played professionally. I've seen it firsthand that hate, the hate from someone one week you've not had a good game to the next week and you, you they score or do something and then they want to be your best that very say, that same person yeah the, wants to be your best mate again and that is I think that was manageable but social media has put it in such a place that though, I don't think they realise the damage. Um, words can can do to someone um, in, in the long term and for someone to sort of deactivate it, like you say, the young lad Chance, don't get me wrong, listen, Mo, I'll be honest, the mistake he made had me cursing and cussing at my yes. ass yeah, but that was it, as a normal football fan, let me tell you now I did not go out my way to then grab my phone or whatever it was to then send the hatred to this guy like that for me is that somewhere it needs to be drawn. And I think this is something that not only the people need to take their own responsibility for not doing it, but this is where the things, the likes of, of Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, whatever it may be, need to kind of come up with something somewhere down the line where they got to get rid of this sort of like hate, hate speech a little bit. Um, Cause it, it, it's not clever. The whole sexism thing as well. Oh, like drop me out. I'm, I'm over that. Like what, what are you, what, what are people trying to prove? I don't understand it. I don't, I don't get that. I'm, I'm seeing, uh, some different views from, from maybe what a female may say than the usual Graham soonest. I've, I've seen, I've had someone, I'm literally had someone come up to me and still not really a football person. And and mentioned this Graham soonest guy, you know, he's a bit miserable, Like doesn't, doesn't say any good. Do you know, it's like, do you know what? He's right. Like gets, get, get a different view, like get some different refreshing views. And, um, I've seen Alex Scott like work wonders, and I'm seeing obviously other other females in the game, and I'm just like, don't. There's always going to be someone that will go out of their way to say something negative because they don't they don't agree or don't don't like that person or whatever. You're, gonna, you're not going to ever abolish that. Mar. I don't you know how ever change, but I think people really do need to sort of nip it in the bud a little bit. It's getting mm-hmm. it's getting tedious, um, and yeah, I I do. I feel for players. I really really do. Um But it'd be nice. In a way, it'd be nice for Arsenal Twitter to get involved and go, you know, shut up or you don't know what you're on about. Do you know it'd be nice to someone or collectively someone come like with a bit of power and a bit of knowledge to be like, Okay, cool. We won't ever see you at an Arsenal game, or we won't ever see you at a United yeah. game, or whatever it is yeah. that you know. And stop these people doing it. So then here you go. Well, you can rant away now, mate, but you're never ever going to be able to see the team that you supposedly love and supposed yeah. to. And the people forget the word support. Do that you know I mean yeah. like, support your your best mate? If he did something totally wrong, you'd still probably try and back him as to the best of your ability. Do you know what I mean? Unless you were saying it's serious. So why can't you do that and get behind your mad. football
0: team that you're supposed Fo- to love? Football t- football's now become about hate. It's, it's no... I feel a lot of football's become about hating another team more than supporting your own team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where yeah. it's gone. So now... So now the hate is just now... Right. I'm just going to spit hate everywhere because it's gone from I support Arsenal. I love Arsenal. Like... I support Manu. I love Manu. too. oh, how are Liverpool doing? How are Spurs doing? Oh, Spurs have lost. Like people care more about Spurs losing than Arsenal winning. Like it's a yeah, it's yeah, a, it's yeah, a yeah. baffling no, thing on. for me. It's it's a baffling thing for me. And that's where the hatred starts. And then after you've got that first level of hatred, now you just think you can say anytime anything anyone says anyone anything about your team. Mm-hmm. Especially if, you know what I mean, Karen Carney might be a Sheffield United fan. They think, right, let's get double into her now. You know what I mean? Say anything we want and just ruin her. And I just it's just unacceptable, man. And people need to be held accountable. That's that's my view on it. That's just my view, yeah. simply my view on it. I get it. People will say, why do, why why does this midfielder always give the ball away or it gets on my nerves when he gives the ball away? It's when it gets personal and horrible so much so that they have to delete their account too yeah. much.
1: Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. Too much. Yeah, can't, I can't do it. And I, I hope things do change um for for the better soon. And as I say, support your team. No matter what. And if if it means that you know you you scream and shout in your household, then do that. But don't go out of your way to message someone. You know, it's just it's just not it's not worth it. Um and that's the bit that as I say, that's the bit that gets me. So as I say, support your team where you can. I think what's the saying if you've got nothing nice to say, then don't say anything don't at all. <laughs> yeah, do you know it. what I mean? So um, you know, try try and abide to that. But listen, hopefully it, it gets better. Um hopefully, you know, everyone's team gives them something to cheer for. Because, um, you know, I think without sport right now um, I think we, we'd all be in a bit of a, a bad place, in, in my opinion, with, with the whole lockdown and, and all that sort of situation as well. So enjoy it, get behind it as much as everyone can. Um, and, yeah, hopefully we'll be tuned in for for another great episode next week. And hopefully we have our full full quota and, uh, and Aaron's feeling a little bit better uh, to give us his uh, outrageous opinions as well. <laughs> but, yeah, another great episode, guys, uh, and we'll tune in next week. Peace